0: Alright, bet. What the fuck is up, guys? This is Fabio
1: and... Your boy, Ty the Barber guy, a.k.a. Tyson. I never heard somebody use an a.k.a. be their real name, but I don't see why not, man.
0: Welcome to the podcast. It's called the podcast because we have no clue what to name it yet. <laughs> We're still trying to figure that out. And no, I am not drunk. <laughs> no one is under the influence here. We are sober. Should be. eventually we'll get we'll get a few drinks you know respectfully so you know
1: as we start this we we getting into this the audience has to know why so let me ask you why are you doing this why are you recording this podcast matter of fact why are you here in my barbershop right now
0: bro i'm asking myself the same question i've been here the last three weeks and i'm like god damn what the fuck am i doing but i'm just trying to figure it out you know I've never done anything like this before, and I feel like, you know, we can have a good conversation here that can resonate with a lot of people, and I don't know. I'm just kind of just trying to feel it out and see what happens.
1: You know why I think people are going to like us shooting the shit, man? Because this is what most people just want to do, and we just said, fuck it, let's do it. Like, I think the part that, you know, everybody has, like, a selling pitch. Hey, this is a show, if you like men's sports, then you watch this show, or if you love women's beauty... You tune in. But I think the thing that people are going to really, really fuck with with us, man, is that it's just two regular people in here chopping it up, shooting the shit. And I asked you, why are you doing this? For me personally, why I think I'm doing this is I cut hair every day, all day. I'm basically just shooting the shit with random people we random about random things, and obviously you can get basic right? How's the weather? Oh, it's fine. Oh, it's Christmas, it's Christmas time right now. Oh, you getting the misses anything for Christmas? Oh yes, yeah, you got me a pair of socks. That random bullshit. But then every once in a while, you'll have a conversation about some real shit. Life goals, you know, purpose in life, hardships in life. What got you through your darkest times, What made you get out of bed this morning? What made you comfortable when you laid in bed tonight? And then you have those conversations, and every, in the beginning they be one in a few, right? But then they start being every other conversation, and then they start being like every person that come in here, we about to talk about some real shit. And then it turns into every conversation I have, I want it to be about something real. A large majority of our conversations, man, is bullshit. I'm gonna be honest, it's just filler for the day, especially here in America. How's your day going? If anybody, if you ask anybody, how's their day going? If they say anything other than good, that's almost sacrilege. Like people will look at you like you're crazy. When was the last time you asked somebody how's your day? And they genuinely was like, bad, I'm behind on my rent, my car note late. I'm it's never, never that. It's no. never that. It's always no doing ever, amazing.
0: No one ever wants to like be like honest with it.
1: Real. And I think the real thing that I really wanted to or to why I'm doing this, man, is to have real ass conversations about real shit that real people go through on a day-to-day basis. Because right now where we're in, we're in the most microwave, plastic, fake era, I think, in human history, personally. And so I really wanted to, and that's the reason why I really wanted to even do this with you, man, is come here and give an authentic, real conversation from real people about what's going on on a day-to-day basis.
0: I agree 100%. And it's like, when you think about it, you're like, after you're getting off of work, you're like, what else am I going to do? You go to the gym. You go home, you play video games or whatever, but, or you're just here just talking about life. Shooting the shit. Just shooting the shit. Let me ask you this,
1: man. What do you want from this podcast? Like, if me and you can look up, we do this, we stay consistent, and we can look up two years from now. What would you consider a success story from this podcast? A
0: thousand YouTube subscribers. Mm Mm-hmm. Not a hundred, not two thousand, not five thousand, just a thousand
1: that's all it a thousand
0: even a hundred would be a success. Well I, I think just five people listening to this? It, just this a this, few anybody just willing to put in their support like that I always well, didn't really look at numbers like a thing because like when it's with social media, I would seem to think that everybody kind of cares about numbers mm-hmm. but when you trickles down to it, that's five different people that are supporting you mm-hmm. And I've started to notice that a lot more as, like, friends of mine have, like, gotten into social media or I've seen, like, social media work within businesses and that.
1: Think about – you know what's crazy? You saying that just made me think about this tweet that I saw where I think this girl was like, uh, I'm going to stop posting my pictures on Twitter because y'all don't show no love. All I get is, like, eight likes over here. And it shows how sometimes we get so disillusioned with numbers that we forget if we wore an outfit and we went out and eight people told me I look nice in a day, that would be the best day of my life. Mm-hmm. Eight, just eight people. But we get so used to the numbers. So now if we only get eight likes because we're so used to this person getting a thousand, damn, my fit wasn't nice. Damn, I didn't look that cute. And so I, I do agree with you for getting, like, fuck the numbers. For me personally, the goal that I have for this podcast, that we can look up for a year and if we can just look up from a year now, and we're still doing this i think it'll be a success because man what i've realized in life it's always fun in the beginning right just like with a relationship just like with somebody new just like a new car it's fun in the beginning the oil is new the tires are fresh she got the new car smell or she cooked for you y'all go on dates y'all always laughing it's never bad But five months in, that's when you really start being like, all right, I don't even want to deal with this. Your breath stink, your feet stink, or the car, the transmission slipping. But that's where you really start seeing if you really value what it was. As human beings, we, we get tired of things easy. We like to think that kids are the only ones that got short attention spans. No. Most people, they can't stay interested in a person or thing for a long period of time. The goal I'm setting for this podcast, you know, man, if we're still doing this by this time next year, I will consider this a successful
0: podcast 100%. And if 10 people tune in or like 100 people tune in that's going to be something that to me it's going to be like damn that like, we actually did that. Mm. That's that's going to be accomplishing no matter what like cuz I may want to look at the numbers and be like damn 10 people like I really thought we could do better but then that just makes me look like what go back and think damn what did I do wrong? Or what can I do different? Mm. And just having that, having that like, ability to tell myself, all right, I need to start switching it up, or I need to fix this, fix that, and or just having having an opening open conversation, about how we can make this be better for someone else. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's like. It's cool for us just now in that, but then you got to think about the people. Yeah,
1: I think that's where, like, I used to, when I used to do my old podcast, man, I ain't gonna lie, I used to smoke a blunt beforehand. I think it's something to just get the juices flowing. I mean, we can do something. I know we do do this on, uh shit, we was going to do it on Saturday, but I don't know if you can see, uh this is going to be just me here uh going from now on. So, you know what's crazy, man? Let me... I, I don't know, you know, the listeners where they are on their faith or anything like that. But I'm a true believer in everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Sitting right here, man, you know, Fob, and I kind of talked to you a couple weeks ago. And I was telling you about what I was thinking about what I wanted to do here. How I wanted to kind of turn this into a little bit more of a studio, cut hair here, and do everything like that. And to look up now, and basically I can do that. Like, I'm in my own studio, and I can basically turn this into a full studio now and it's almost crazy how in life we ask for things or we want things sometimes but we just be saying shit like Mm -hmm. we'll just be like you know yeah one day i see myself in the lamborghini urus or one day i see myself in this but it's another thing to actually be in that moment and to be like damn the ball's in my court and as i sit here right now man and we're really doing this podcast i just really had to throw that out there to really just kind of get the feng shui kind of started but yeah man how you how do you feel how are you feeling today just forgetting about everything. How are you feeling today? It's
0: been a long weekend. That's, that's for sure. Celebrating some friends' graduation party this weekend. I had a little bit too much to drink. Mm. It's carrying on in today. But, you know, we're chilling. We're chilling. How right. about you?
1: You know, Bob, man. And I, know I, I, I basically gave you a nickname. I don't know if you ever you even accepted it or anything. I basically just said, I'm giving this man a nickname. He probably doesn't like it at all. But, nah, you're good. You are good. You know, you want to know something crazy, man. I'm in one of the biggest transitions In my life. Like. All my life man. uh, I'm going to be very transparent. I've always been that guy that's been scared to make the jump. You know. Whether it's an opportunity in front of me. Whether it's a situation where. And it could be ordained. Like. God could have came down and told me. This is what you need to do. Do it. There would still be some level of fear. Or doubt. Or this or that. Man. This year. In 2022 alone. I've been on the kind of. What's the word I want to... In an in a ultimate state of change at every point and an ultimate state of belief in myself to where I've had to jump, make leaps, make bounds. And I think it's one of those things, man, where all our lives we create these glass ceilings for ourselves, whether we notice it or not. Mm-hmm. And then one day we just get somewhere in life and we realize all the limitations that we put on ourselves, And it really makes us start being like, damn, what are my real... "Quote unquote" limits, not the ones that I've just kind of put on myself, and that's what I've been going through lately, man. Really, just shattering a lot of just glass ceilings, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been on a lot lately, man.
0: Damn, that's that's crazy. And the crazy part here is too is like we're about to be into the new year. So if you're like, if you had to go sit back right now and, and look at what's happened this year, what what would give you? What would you give like a quick recap? You know, like your life's changed in the last year,
1: man, this year has been the year of getting kicked in the ass. (laughs) And I I say that because man, I say that because like every change or every major leap that I've had to do this year. And I can admit it. It wasn't me that initiated it. It was a situation where somebody kicked me in the ass. Theoretically, like uh, getting fired. This is one of the first time I've ever been fired before in my life. That was a kick in the ass, man. Like, I never thought I would be in that situation. Starting up a business, I never would have thought I would have saw myself in that situation, but it was a kick in the ass. Losing my business partner, never would have thought I would be in a situation where I would go into business, be doing business, and then before I know it, not be with my business partner anymore and then be doing it on my own. So, I think this year, man, honestly, it's just been a year of being kicked in the ass and having to bounce back, but it being an ultimate blessing. How about how about you, man? Sure.
0: This year, graduated college, which was probably one of my life goals that, like, I never thought I'd be able to finish, Mm -hmm. because I was always just, like, I wasn't really into school. I wasn't really into that, and Mm -hmm. especially being from out of state, too, like, having to switch up to a whole different state, live there for, live here for a little bit, was definitely, like, a goal of mine that I was really, like, proud of. Um, How was that
1: process for you? Like, I know we we haven't... People that are listening basically don't know who we are more than uh, the man on the moon. But before we even get into an introduction, tell me how that was for you. And just to give the audience a little bit more, you coming from Chicago, moving to Houston, uh, Houston, Texas to be specific. Yeah. What do you feel like has been the biggest kind of sacrifice you've had to do just in this transition, just moving from Chicago and coming all the way down here to the dirty, dirty Texas, man?
0: Dirty, th- nah. It's not dirty out here. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's clean.
1: The dirty third.
0: Yeah, but uh, I would say the craziest part for me has just been leaving my family behind, and that's not just like I picked up and left. It's like I just had the opportunity, and I decided, you know, like I'm willing to take the risk and try something new. That like that's just something like I feel like I really wanted to do, and that's what I ended up doing. And come to like now i moved out here around three years ago all my friends have moved out here as well too and like we've started like a movement of like people from like the midwest or anything that are just like they just want something different or it's just like are they just like there's opportunity out here so like taking that leap of faith really just like trickled down from like me to like a bunch of my friends to even my brother and then now my family wants to get out here. So that's the next plan for next year and the year next. Do you feel like that's
1: that's going on on like a major scale where everybody is kind of not saying that anything is wrong with like the Chicago's or even the LA's or the New York? But we're seeing a lot of people kind of leave a lot of these cities. Who's always Cities that have always been known to be like these major congregations of cities. People are now moving to the Nashville, Tennessee, to the Houston, Texas. They're not saying this is the same because obviously Houston is a major city. But well, how do you feel about that? Just people up and kind of just leaving as of like the past two years and going to a lot of these different cities.
0: I think that just shows that there's a lot of people that are willing to take like the opportunity to try something different. And that's something that like... I never really was surrounded around because it's like when I where I grew up, it's like everyone kind of just hung out in that neighborhood or like stayed in that neighborhood. No one really decided to like. They would go out to school like within like the like suburbs of Illinois or like go out like a few hours, but they'd always end up coming back back coming back home. And there's nothing wrong with that. I love Chicago. I'm gonna be a Chicago fan till I die, no matter what. Mm -hmm. But I think the whole thing is just like there's nothing wrong with change and you got to experience change if you want to develop as a person and and meet new people because you never know if i would have never moved out here i would have never never met you i would have never met man. half the people i do and i'm just blessed to be like where i'm at
1: it's crazy you say that man because all my life i've always been afraid of change but i've never really had never I've always been afraid of change and i've never really felt like i've had a home i've obviously had a home like Family and things like that, but I've had a very nomadic lifestyle. I mean, mm-hmm. I was born in the outskirts of Houston in Conroe, Texas. Moved to even smaller town Huntsville, Texas. Was there a couple of years, then moved to Houston. Moved all over in Houston, and I've always seen myself. I told myself that I could always see myself living in Texas. You know, there's an old saying that people that are usually born in Texas typically die in Texas, and I've always had this thing like I'm gonna be in Houston for all my life, and this is where I'm meant to be, and this is where I lay my roots, and this is what I call home. And as I've gotten older, man, it's it's crazy because now it just the the grass does seem slightly greener on the other side. And I know the grass is always greener where you mow it. Mm -hmm. But I'm getting older, and I'm seeing a lot of these other places, man. And I'm seeing how depending on where you are, man, your mindset is a little bit different. And I think it's one of those things where I'm so used to seeing things in such this certain light that I'm kind of ready to actually step out and really do or go somewhere else. But it makes me want to ask you, man, as somebody who's moved from one side of the coast from the east coast, all All the way down here to the south. How. how One. Would you be willing to do that move again. Say up and move to like the west coast. Or to another country. And two. What was the biggest thing you felt like you were leaving behind. When you left.
0: Uh, I would definitely. Move. Again if the opportunity ever was to arise. Like and that's just like anywhere. Like would I want to go more. Like east coast or. A west coast. I'd highly consider. The pricing of west coast i don't really like but i don't like, think you want to move to the west coast I don't like know that, about no that. More. um Arizona's a dope dope spot i've been there before i've been a few places around the states that i really liked but texas seems to be my favorite so far and makes sense that i've been here three years now i'm i'm the type of person that it's like i'd like to think that i don't have any problem with like not picking up and leaving but like picking up and like trying something new because I'm going to learn something about myself that's going to Help me be develop as a better as a person.
1: Man, that's what I realized lately. I've always been that person to kind of shy away from doing a new thing. Like I'm the kind of person, if I go to a restaurant and I get the number three, and the number three is good, I'll never try any other option. I'll always go there and get the number three. But I think what you end up losing from having that kind of mindset is yes, you know what you want. Yes, you, you get your things that's organized, but you lose that value in trying something new. And I think that's what I kind of lost touch of, but I kind of gained it back as recently in the beauty and trying something new i know it's beauty and you know having your routine and having your things and everything like that but i really think it's a beauty and trying something new and even thinking about that it kind of makes me want to ask you fabio you know we can't we started this this podcast really started as just a brain thing between me and you for me cutting your hair mm-hmm. and now that we're actually here and just doing it we said fucking and did it let me ask you this, man. What do you feel like is your biggest thing you want to gain from this podcast? Or not gain, but your biggest goal that comes from us just, you know, doing this and shooting the shit?
0: I want to consider it like learning like a new skill. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to tell myself that I was able to do something that I've never done before. I want to try something new and who knows what it could lead to. Mm-hmm. Because especially nowadays with social media and everything, like... Shit's popping.
1: One little, th- you know, I, I, let me ask you this. How do you feel like that effect on society has kind of came, right? I feel like everybody now has this lottery ticket mentality when it comes to whether it's social media, whether it's come to dreams, goals, passions. Everybody is going after the things that I just need to get one hit and I got it. If I get one viral video, I'm on. If I get one viral TikTok, I'm on. How do you feel like that kind of affects I don't want to say affects, but how do you feel like that kind of affects the society, the mentality of the younger generation and just society as a whole with that mentality?
0: I think it might like affect them as they could be doing it for a short term, like as like a short term uh Fulfillment, but it's not gonna it might not it might not work for them sh- like in the long term mm-hmm. It'll work out maybe in the short term like getting that like maybe like that bit of success or maybe it just takes the one And I'm gonna do it, but you just that comes down to the type of person that you are mm-hmm. And if you're like it's to say how like how consistent you are like if you Consistently do this every single week and that the people that put in the work They're gonna be the ones that come out successful and actually care about like what they're doing But the one that's just doing it to just have that one viral thing and then sit back and be like, all right, I'm chilling. I had that one viral thing. Then you're in it for the wrong reasons. You started everything for the wrong reasons. And you could go into something thinking, I don't know if I'm going to have an audience from this. But like when it comes down to it, people can resonate with what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So you don't having that mentality of like, I'm just going to be a one and done type of thing. Like, or I just want to hit that one time and you shouldn't be doing it.
1: And I feel like that's crazy. And I ask you that because I feel like a large majority of people have that mentality. And we love to think that, obviously, that, that everything goes the way it's supposed to go. And there's good karma. And if this person has bad intentions, they'll never make it big. But we see a lot of in play people that have, like, whether they just have this one-and-done mindset and they end up actually blowing up. And I think that's where we see a lot of these people that ended up being the, the worst meltdowns ever because I feel like as people... You can you can say Americans if you want to be specific, but I'll be broad and just say people. I feel like most people, man, they fall into the fantasy of the end goal. Like everybody can look at the finish line and be like, man, he has the Bugatti. He has the Bentley. He has a condo. He has 10 houses. He got every woman he could ever dream of. But people don't know about when he first started and it was nobody in his corner and he was failing and he had to keep pushing. Everybody wants that end goal. And I know, you know, it's a cliche thing to say. But I do believe the problem that we're having in this society, and I know everybody can critique society, but it really boils down to everybody wants the pie, but nobody want to bake it, you know? Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to sit there and crack the eggs. True. Nobody wants to really... And I'm not saying... I say nobody figuratively, right? Because there's obviously people like me, people like you that's like, man, I don't don't care. I'm going to get it done. But I really feel like the mass majority of people, man, is like they just want that end result. They don't want to put the work in. They don't want to do... Any of that, man. Honestly. Mm-hmm. I just don't I don't like that. But, you know, let me ask you this. If I'm critiquing all of these people, man, what kind of drives you in your day-to-day from... Forget the podcast, man. Just in your life goals, what kind of drives you? Is it the, the finish-end result that one day I'll have this? Is it the day-to-day you enjoy the grind? What is it for you?
0: I'm still trying to figure that out, mm. to be honest. Like, I can't answer that... Right now, but if I were to like give you an answer, I'd say that it's just like the I like the process of like things, and I like to, to see like what's going on, learning things, and I just wanna. I I know that I can do more than what I'm currently doing. Mm-hmm. I just gotta put myself, put my like mindset to that, or I just gotta take the opportunity to just sit down and do it, because. Mm. You see, like, those motivational videos on Instagram or, like, those, like, TikToks and that. It's just, like, you just put in the work or you put in the time. You're going to learn how to, you're going to get to where you want to be. It's just going to be, it's going to be a marathon, not a sprint.
1: Yes. How do you feel about the people that kind of simplify it, the motivational speaker, the guy who goes out and says, you know, if you can dream it, you can achieve it, you can believe it. Do you really feel like it's, like, it's that simple? Or do you feel like it's one of those things where it's, like, it's 90% luck. 8% Eight percent skill, two percent dedication. Like which which side of the fence do you kind of fall on?
0: It can, it can start as luck, and then if you're willing to put the work in, you'll, you'll you'll notice that in some people.
1: Man, I've been seeing that you know in in the fitness world, and as you know with Anaka Power. Uh, I've been getting really, really heavy into fitness lately, right? Mm -hmm. And one thing I'm really realizing in this fitness kind of journey or down this path is a lot of the simple things do work, right? Hard work every day, motivation every day, dedicating every day, and you'll get your end result. But I think a large portion of what actually allows people to be successful is a very brutal sense of self-introspection. Like, you got to be so, I don't want to say hard on yourself. But you gotta be in there like shadow boxing with yourself like all the time, every day. You know, it kinda makes me wanna ask you, man, as we look at guys like ugh, even Kanye that goes out and says it's crazy stuff, or Elon Musk that comes out and do these crazy things. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like we can have somebody that we quote unquote label as a genius without having all the other kinda obsessive aspects? The the Tom Brady, you know, the this dude, he cannot stop thinking about football if he tried, but that's what makes him Tom Brady. Do you think we can really have those guys without having the obsessiveness to it? Or do you feel like that's mandatory to be great?
0: No, that's mandatory. If you're not obsessed with it, then you're, in a sense, just half-assing it. Because mm. the people that are obsessed are the people that are putting the work in. Tom Brady been doing it for how long?
1: You know, it, it makes me think, man, um, in life, right... The things that make us weird or the things that make us obscure or, you know, the people that outcast. It's that until a certain point. And then once you hit the certain point, then it becomes your genius trait. Like, obviously, everybody's getting on him right now for snitching or whatever. But I like to use Gunna as an example. Okay. People always talk about Gunna like his, his real name is Sergio. And they used to say he used to always be walking around, whether it was at school or whatever, just rapping. And people would always think he's super weird. Just think about it. We, we're walking somewhere and we just see somebody just randomly rapping. No earphones, no nothing, just rapping. You're going to be like, bro, this dude is he's a psychopath, right? Until you finally start making it into your a success story. And then it becomes, oh, he's always been this way. He's just always been gifted. He used to rap to himself and nobody would even know. He would just make lyrics and we would all be so in love. And I think that's the thing that I'm kind of realizing that when we look at a lot of these people that we... Consider considers success stories it's like the things that we critique ourselves about every day the quirks that we have the weirdness that we do the strange things that make people be like why does he do that that be the stuff that ends up making you that great person Mm -hmm. you know like the quirk of man i can't stop thinking about something until i complete this task or man i'm so hard on myself at times like even with me starting uh, the business and owning the shop man, uh, I had a lot of insecurities early in my life, and mm-hmm. the thing that I dealt with the most was this imposter syndrome. Every time something would happen that would be good, every time something will happen, whether it's a positive feedback from a client, whether it's just a great situation where I've been striving and I've been building and I get it, it always, at the end of the day, I feel like that people are going to find out that I'm faking. No matter how authentic I am, no matter how real I am, at the end of the day, I'm always going to feel like people think I'm faking or I don't deserve this. But then I get to a certain point and I realize that's what makes me me, you know? And I want to kind of ask you, is there anything that you do that people may find or people may think is weird that you actually may believe is your superpower just to be kind of funny with it?
0: My superpower? Hmm, That's a good question. I don't even know what my superpower could be.
1: Got a deep dive into What is the thing? Okay. What is something, man, that you do that most people don't do that you may think is beneficial? And I'll give you mine just because I think about this shit like all the time. Okay. I overanalyze and I over process everything. Yeah. It can be the most simplest thing. And it's almost been a detriment to majority of the relationships I've been in. But somebody can tell me something and it can be very small and I'll just take it and go all the way 10 layers deep. A girl can come to me and be like, "You know, I was just thinking and you know, the other day when we went on our date, you know, you didn't hold the door open for me and I just was thinking about that when I went home." And it could be something simple. I'm going to be thinking about that for 3 days, man. Oh, I'm going to be shit. like, "Okay, if I'm in this situation, was it was it cuz I didn't notice that the door wasn't be- like I'm going to do that all day every day. But then I realized in business, that's what always makes me cross the, cross the T's and dot the I's. Because I'm going to go home later that day, and I'm going to be thinking about that for like 15. It. I'm going to be thinking about it all night. I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night and be like, hold on. Did I lock the door before I left?
0: You start questioning what you're doing. I'm everything. Say, everything. I, I, I would say that then I'm an overthinker for sure. Mm-hmm. But I was, as of recently, I've tried to just more like kind of live in the moment more. And try to take in, like, what's going on. Because at the same time, it's, like, I don't know. I may not feel like I know what I'm doing at that moment. Mm -hmm. But I'm, like, learning, like, down down, the path or, like, along the way. You know? If that makes any sense at all. It makes a lot of sense.
1: You know, I really think some people are going to really, really appreciate this podcast. And... While we say that, we really appreciate you if you've gotten this far of coming in, taking a listen. We really want you to come back again, listen, check us out. We're going to keep promoting this. We're going to keep pushing it. Please come and listen. Please support. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast.
0: Appreciate it. Have you guys
1: have a good day.